good morning, everybody. Pastor Steve here. Thank you, as always, for being with me. I never want to take that for granted. So grateful you're reading God's Word and engaging in it so you can you can you can encounter Jesus and grow as a disciple, becoming more like him. So thankful for that. I also just want to encourage you to follow up on our focus in January. We spent that month fasting and praying. And I want to encourage you to maybe choose a day over the next several days and fast and pray for God to bring people to salvation. Fast and pray for the people you care about who are lost, people who are not in church, and for God to move in their lives. Just pick a day, fast and pray for them. Fast for half a day and pray for them to come to know Jesus Christ. All right, today we are in Psalm 98, and uh, this section of the Psalms uh, is, you know, it's, it's, it's a few uh, short Psalms, not very many, many uh, verses. This one only has nine verses, and it has a lot of poetic language, as others in this section do. Uh, poetic language uh, that describes the the nature of God, the praises that God is due, uh, the the worship that He's worthy of, and so on. And uh, verse eight is an example of that when it says, "Let the rivers clap their hands." Let the river. Well, you know, rivers can't do that, but it's this poetic graphic language of the of the praise that God deserves. And then in verse. Verse eight, he says, "Let the mountains sing for sing together for joy." And you know, mountains are beautiful to to look at, to hike, and so on. But they don't sing. But it's just it's it's just this poetic language. Let the rivers sing and and uh, or clap their hands rather, and the mountains sing. Um, nature praising God. Uh, and and if the poetic language says nature's to do that, then you and I, who can actually speak and actually clap and actually make sounds, we should definitely praise God during the day and also on Sunday when we gather to worship Him. So that's that's what this psalm is all about. Now, what spoke to me are verses 2 and 3. So if you want to look in your Bible there, let's read those together. He says, The Lord has made known His salvation. So God has made known his salvation. He, God, has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nation. So God has made known his salvation and revealed his righteousness in the sight of all the nations. How did God do that? How did God make himself known, his righteousness and, and his salvation? How, how did God make that known to the nations? Well, in verse 3, the Bible says he has remembered his loving kindness and faithfulness to the house of Israel. And all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. In other words, as the nations heard about and saw what God was doing with the nation of Israel, God became known. There's a lesson there for us. When God works in our lives, it's an opportunity to make him known. His working in us is part of what he does to make himself known to the nations, to the world, to those who are lost. When you and I change, when, when great things happen in our lives and we're blessed, it can point to God, but only if they know God is the reason that happened in your life. 
If you never talk about Jesus, you never talk about God, you never talk about church, they don't have a clue that the, 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 the blessings in your life and the good things in your life are because of God. And so therefore, you're not witnessing. People say, I can witness through my works. Yes and no. I can witness through how I live. Yes and no. Yes, the way you live and your works are a witness for God, but only, only, hear me, only if the people who see you know Jesus is the reason for it. And if you never talk about Jesus, you never witness about Jesus, you never invite people to church, you never talk about what God is showing you in his word, about how God is answering your prayers, what God, how God is growing you and making you a, a better person. If, if you never let them know Jesus is the reason, then your good living is not a witness for Jesus because they don't know he's the reason. Let me just say, well, you know, old Joe, he's a good guy. Sally, man, she's a really good girl. But if they don't know Jesus is the reason you are what you are, your good life is not, is not, is not a witness for Jesus. You see, the, the nations of the world knew that God was the God of Israel. Do the people around you have any clue that Jesus is your God? You ever say anything to make that clear? You ever do anything? That, that, that's the word that spoke to me, is, is I can praise him in worship and in private, uh, you know, public worship and my private quiet time. But if I want to, the nations to know that God is a God of salvation and a God of mercy, well, then they, they have to know that the reason I am who I am and what I am is because of him. And if I never say anything about him, they don't have a clue. Sooner or later, brothers and sisters, you got to open your mouth and talk to somebody if you're going to be a witness for Jesus. That's the message for today. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at Psalm 99.